Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. Join us this Saturday for an all-new episode of The Athletic NBA Show. Saturday Slam and Jam, hosted by me, Andrew Schlecht. I'll be joined by my co-hosts Alex Spears and many of the athletic beat writers that you know and love. We will recap the week of the NBA, play some NBA trivia, and just overall talk about the league that we love most. So while you're flipping your flapjacks, tending to your yard, or just sipping your coffee on Saturday morning, listen to Saturday Slam and Jam on the Athletic NBA Show. Welcome to the Athletic MBA Show, Monday through Friday, on the Athletic Podcast Network. I do have a take. Point of contention. Maybe it's showing him up a little bit, but... Welcome to Point of Contention. Five subjects, five minutes, five points of contention. Coming up on today's show, All-Star Reserve Snubs, Lake Show in Trouble, Draymond Did It Again, MVP Betting Odds, and ejection controversy. I'm Zach Harper, the host of POC, Jade Hoy producing. In this corner, the Bay Area legend, author of two best-selling books about the Warriors, Marcus Thompson. Marcus, what is the greatest rap album of all time? Oh, man. Uh, it, it certainly is not whatever somebody who's not from Oakland would say. You know, Wow. So. It's not. It's not going to be Illmatic. It's not going to be anything Jay Z. I'm going with Machiavelli. I got to go with Machiavelli. What? I'm going with Pac Machiavelli. The Don Caluminati. The Seven wow. Day Theory. That is Let's go. certainly a choice. And in this corner, the author of the Victory Machine, now in paperback. Get you a paper cut from the cover. The Bay Area suburban legend Ethan Strauss. Ethan, would you pay two hundred and eight thousand dollars for a top shot of LeBron James dunking all over Nemanja Bjelica? I think I want to corner the irony market on top shot, and that might be what we're doing next week. I might be making—I don't want to reveal too much. I might be making some very exciting purchases going through the wow. roof. It's going to be absolutely incredible. Incredible highlights I'm cornering the market on. LeBron, market inefficiency is not there. Let's face it. Everybody's going mm-hmm. the LeBron direction. I'm, I'm looking I'm looking somewhere else. You'll find out about it later. One week GameStop stock. Mm. Next week, top shot. All right, Jade, start the clock. All-star disrespect. James Harden and Chris Paul led the list of 14 players selected by the NBA's head coaches, or as Christian Wood would call them, casuals. As reserves for the 2021 NBA All-Star Game, the final list was announced Tuesday night. In addition to Harden, the NBA All-Star Game reserves selected from the East are Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Zach Levine, first-timer, Julius Randle, first-timer, also Jalen Brown was a first-timer, Ben Simmons, and Nikola Vucevic. In the West, Chris Paul, Anthony Davis, who will soon be replaced, Paul George, Rudy Gobert, and Donovan Mitchell, Damian Lillard, and Zion Williamson. The snubs... Mike Conley, DeMontis Sabonis, Trey Young, Fred Van Vliet, Devin Booker, and Tobias Harris. Ethan, did the all-star algorithm get this one right? 
I think there's a fair criticism that maybe they leaned too much on this small sample size, goofy season and not enough on just what you intuitively know. I understand it. I get it. But I got to say, I I don't really care. And I have sympathy for those of you who do, but I don't really care. I think the day I heard that David Lee was selected over Steph Curry, that that's when I stopped caring right then and there, way back when. That right there. And yeah, I know it's different. I know it's different. Oh, I know it's different positions and different selections. 2013, but it's just can't, can't can't you all see that the guy you selected is an invention of the guy you didn't? Uh, was the thought that I had back then. And additionally, additionally, uh, it is funny to me to see the reactions from players who didn't think there should be an All Star game getting mad about the selections. LeBron, for instance, uh, getting mad about Booker being the most disrespected player. It reminds me of. Uh, Oh my God, the food here is terrible in such small portions. Uh, so that amuses me as well. So I have respect for those who care. Uh, I just, I don't think I'm at the point in my life where I do. As long as it's in the range, as long as it's not egregious, as long as it's not Jamal McGlure, I think we're all going to live. I guess uh, I guess David Lee was a product of Steph Curry when he made the All-Star Game in 2010 as a New York Nick. Ethan, I guess that uh, David Lee <laughs> slander keeps going. Um, as, as an injury replacement. As an injury, whatever, still made it, still made it. Marcus, um, David Lee, two Devin time Booker, two-time, yeah, uh, same as Vucevic, both not deserving. Uh, <laughs> Marcus, for for Devin Booker, what about the idea that maybe his teammate, Chris Paul, who said Book will be fine, took his spot because he got this all-star game off the ground? Yeah, I'm like, yo, Chris Paul better go. Like, <laughs> you know what made all this happen, right. right? Like, can you imagine an all-star game that the CBA signed off on? Sounds like without the approval of some big hitters in basketball and Chris Paul getting the chill during that period. Mm. Oh, nah, buddy. He got to be in all the media throngs. He got to be sitting courtside with the Karens. Like, he needs to be in the full all-star experience like absolutely he had to be there there's no way he could be there and if booker had to take an l for that booker you'll be all right i'm, I'm with you chris paul there's wow. no way chris paul could not be at this all-star yeah. game that it's nobody real wants world. to go that's to. real world stuff right there life isn't always about deserve or about fairness uh sometimes it's about rewarding your friends and your alliances and so hey that's real politique devin booker understand it well, so Devin Booker will still probably get selected when they replace Anthony Davis, no, right? So does this matter? It no, doesn't matter. No. Just like you, close. you just called David Lee a two-time All-Star. <laughs> Nobody knows he was the injury replacement. He's just a two-time All-Star. <laughs> In the future, we'll think of Devin Booker the same way. When he's doing his – whatever his next contract is, he's not going to be like – I'm a I'm a one time All Star and also a one time reserve. You know, injury. You know, I didn't believe it when Draymond said that Devin Booker was the most disrespected player in the league until Marcus (laughs) just said that we would remember him like David Lee. At that point, I became convinced, and I now think that Draymond uh, does feel that 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 feels rude. Uh, LeBron James also said that Devin Booker most disrespected player in the league. When is Devin Booker going to get some respect, guys? Before (laughs) Ethan, it was it was look. He's putting up nice numbers, but that team doesn't win. Now the team's winning. His numbers aren't quite as high as they used to be. Can't win. It'd be funny if this just becomes a running joke that we're playing on Devin Booker for no reason. Because it's interesting to me to see the allegation that he's the most disrespected player. But there's no 
there's no reasoning given as to why we're just supposed to believe that the right. world is a conspiracy against Devin Booker, that we were lying when we said that the problem is that you're not on a good team. And now that the team's good, we're not rewarding you because I don't know what we just hate you for some reason that we've never really figured out because most people don't really care too much about Devin Booker outside of uh, Arizona. That's not disrespect. That's indifference. Yes. Mm. Devin Booker, you want some real res- disrespect? Come to the Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You, you want the real gauntlet of disrespect? Go play with Steph mm. and Clay. Be the all light skin. I team. mean, he's a great player. I, I think that um, he is an all star level player. I do wonder what the coach's issue is there. Maybe it's defense. Maybe that's the. Maybe that's why. If I'm just hypothesizing. Maybe the coach's issue is, oh, crap, we have to give Chris Paul the spot because he got the game off the ground. And now oh, the league wants Absolutely. Zion in this game, so let's get Zion in the mix. That's the issue. Maybe that's the issue. Yeah. Maybe the coaches were in trouble. Speaking of being in trouble, take two. The Lakers are in trouble. The title favorite Lakers lost to the Washington Wizards on Monday night for their third loss in a row and fourth in five games. Of course, they're without Dennis Schroeder. And Anthony Davis. But, fellas, (laughs) it looks as though we've entered the Valley of the Lakers season in which they will have to bide their time until the injured player returns. They fall into third in the West standings. They play the Jazz Wednesday night following this recording. I can't believe they won slash I can't believe they lost, guys. Marcus, I guess the one thing to keep an eye on here is LeBron. Can he carry the load without sacrificing himself for the playoffs? We talked about it last week, but is there cause for concern? I mean, I want to say no, but also LeBron does have to do a lot. You it, you you can see he feels it. I just wrote about how great he was from three. Now he can't make a three. Mm. Now he's tanking. He can't shoot from three anymore. Uh, that you see that game winner attempt he made. Mm. Like, he just put up thirty two feet. Like he didn't even care anymore. That was lazy. Like, that like, was like, LeBron's yeah, like whatever. It goes in. It goes in. Yeah, absolutely. So ordinarily, I'm like, nah, man. You know, when the Lakers get healthy, they don't need to be the number one seed. Blah blah blah. But this is all feels like added weight for LeBron. That's what it feels like. There's no. Kyle Kuzma saying, "All right, I'm about to be now a frontline guy." There's no play. Who on the Lake? Who else on the Lakers can step up to a different role and say, "All right, LeBron, you're gonna chill." He's had the Kyrie before, like he's had the guy who can do that. Now it's just him. So that that definitely troubles me to a sense where it's like, uh, can you re- can you rely on AD in that way anyway? Like, there's a part of you that says, "Yeah, they'll get healthy at some point." But what happens if AD gets healthy and then gets hurt again? And LeBron had to carry all this time. So this might be the beginning steps of something that happens down the line. I can see LeBron being tired, AD getting hurt. Kyle Kuzma is the only other hope, and that's probably not that much hope at all, right? Yeah, they're the favorites, but I feel similarly. Um, And you never want to question LeBron just because it always seems to work out for him in the end. But what concerns me are the minute totals. This doesn't seem like these don't seem like the minutes of a guy LeBron's age with his responsibilities. Um, And it almost seems like, hey, hey, making an I'm not making any allegations here. I'm just reading the tea leaves. It almost feels like he's ramping it up to try to win MVP. And we'll discuss that later in the segment. But it feels that way. It seems that way a little bit. And it just doesn't seem the like record, the most sustainable. For the record, that was an allegation, by the way. Just, just it, so you know, it was an allegation. Was an I'm allegation. not. Oof. I'm not doing what I'm about Oof. to do five seconds from now. Just so everybody knows, 
I'm not doing the thing that I'm doing. It's very important. It's plausible deniability of the thing that I'm doing, which is accusing LeBron of sacrificing the greater good in pursuit of an individual accolade because he's very annoyed that he hasn't won it in a while. We will discuss that later. I'm not good at teases. I'm no Zach Harper. I apologize. But I agree with Marcus. There's trouble mounting. There's a storm brewing, and it threatens to completely upend the entire order of the NBA. It seems almost like a coin flip right now. Lakers are vulnerable, or they've got it on lock, and we just have to wait and see. When does his rest come? When does this not necessarily like, okay, LeBron take two weeks off like he did in Cleveland that time. But when, when does it come where he doesn't have to carry the load? Like, when does he get that moment? Is it when Anthony Davis come back? When when Bronny Jr. gets drafted. I think that's what it is. It's like, at some point, somebody's got to say, can he take, can, can there be a, you could see him, right? You could see him moving the ball, passing, saying, okay, let's generally like you guys do something. And there's nothing. Hey, like, ha- hey, t- that, how about? I mean, t- I, I, I don't know if you were being mocking when it was when Dennis was out, but like Dennis is at least gangster enough to be like, I, I got this. I don't know how well it will I don't work. Know if that helps to but win, but that's <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, but he's like, yo, give, I got this. Give me the rock. I mean, could he just walk away for a week or two? Is that the worst thing in the world? Yeah. Why not? I mean, home court. Kyrie did it. Home court doesn't matter. I mean, what does it matter? I mean, as long as there's a risk that wow. you. There's a risk that you don't make the playoffs because they're not so comfortably they're not so comfortably ahead. But yeah, you could go on a week vacation. Yeah, knock yourself out. Isn't that what the break's for? Are we about to have like a two week break? I mean, he's got to go All Star Weekend for a day. They're gonna fly in Saturday night, fly out you know Sunday evening. I mean, all those protocols doesn't seem very relaxing. LeBron was shooting. 42.9% 42.9% from three in January. February, 24.3%. What in the, the rust dude is went happening? From, the dude went from Clay Thompson to Draymond <laughs> Green in a month. <laughs> he pulled the reverse <laughs> Kelly Oubre. Well, <laughs> right, well maybe, exactly. Like, maybe we'll see himself getting uh, ejected pretty, sp- pretty soon. Speaking of, take three. Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, you're out of here, buddy. Draymond Green addressed his ejection in the final seconds of last Saturday's thriller against the Charlotte Hornets, a game in which they choked. They're choking against the Magic as well. Steve Kerr took Green to task saying, we love his passion and his energy. We would not be the team we are without him, but that doesn't give him license to cross the line, and he knows that. Green said, I know for sure it did bother me more than being suspended from Game 5 of the NBA Finals in 2016. Huh. Really, Draymond? That bothered you more. A random game against LaMelo Ball. (laughs) That bothered you more than a closing game five of the NBA Finals. Really, Draymond? Okay, Marcus, you wrote about this. And I'm curious if there's anything behind the scenes maybe causing some frustration, as has been the case in the past, or is this just a one-off mistake by Draymond? No, I think his offense is bothering him. I think I think that builds up. Uh, he came into this year expecting to be better offensively. He worked on some stuff. He had time. He rested. He felt like his shot was good. Uh, and then, you know, he had that time where he was out, you know, uh, for reasons we're not allowed to say. <laughs> but, uh, oh. you know, things um, – I, I just don't – I think his offense, I think the buildup of him not making layups, his three being the same, hearing the chatter, I do think that played a part. I do think it plays a part in his frustration. 
No, no doubt about it. Uh, even his, even when he blew up on Kevin Durant, it was after he made a mistake, right? Mm-hmm. So, I do think that stuff takes a toll on Draymond and leads to his explosion. So, uh, you can see last night or the game after that where he just he's attacking the rim, like he's like, I'm not gonna let this take away my aggression. Like I'm determined to not be, you know, a struggle on offense. So. Look, bottom line is I, I see what he's saying when he says the finals won. I don't hurt. <laughs> I don't because he's just saying that's still not his fault. That's all he's saying. <laughs> he's still in his mind. That's not it's my too fault. Big a like, they, did, did, they took that he, from did me. LeBron. Yeah, he said that, LeBron's that's exactly that's a, punched Draymond in the in the hand. What happened there? What did <laughs> that's exactly? He's saying they took it yeah. from me. And on this one, that was my yeah. fault. That's what he said. This one, I blew that. Uh, that one, that was that, the refs. They took that's that. exactly what's disagree. happening. I think. I think the the finals of twenty sixteen. That's too big a sin to own. I, I don't think he wants to. I don't think he wants that label. I can't blame him. Of seventy three win season, they were going to win the championship. Um, I think one of the reasons he might be saying that. Uh, I feel worse about this one is, as Marcus is saying, it's the insinuation of I'm good with taking responsibility for this one. Because otherwise, it's almost like hearing Kerr say in a in a February game where he played Eric Paschal too much and they lost that he feels as badly about that as running Azili out there too much in the uh, game seven. It's just <laughs> it just doesn't it doesn't totally hold up if you follow the logic down the line um but hey that's his way of demonstrating that it matters and that's better than nothing it's certainly better than him saying i i don't care at all that this happened and i don't want to improve on it it's a little hyperbole zach kind of was like <laughs> it was i think zach's just right, fixated he's he's like a, like a pit bull he's got his jaws around that hyperbole and i i i understand it because it is funny well it comes off the <laughs> that's heel. a big game in charlotte i need you to stop overlooking it comes these on the heels they castrated me that, in that 2016 that someone finals was castrated exactly that's why i just think yo what is he trying to get on first take what is draymond doing <laughs> i mean he's hyperbolic <laughs> Let him live. <laughs> oh my That's goodness! Um, so he, the, the the best part about that whole talk was when he said uh, he he was like, you know, the worst part is yesterday. If you were to Google my name, you would have saw me giving one of the most powerful speeches in NBA history. And I was like, did this dude just tout himself like that, like in the middle of an just, apology? He was did like, he yeah, just SEO search himself? Though. He just I'm low key Dr. King right now. <laughs> Wow! Speeches in NBA. History. I was like, "Yo, Draymond has the kind of swag where he could literally brag in the middle of apologizing." What are these? I'm like, That's, what, what, I need that kind what of swag are these in my speeches? Life. The Allen Iverson practice press conference, Stan Van Gundy Ooh, saying, yeah. "Build a fucking wall." Uh, what are these? What are these? Uh, LeBron, LeBron, LeBron no, calling Green. Broke? We are who we thought that they are. Look, we're talking we NBA history. Rasheed Wallace. Both teams played hard. Yeah, LeBron calling us broke was big, right? That yeah, was a big that one. A big you one. still got to go back. I, to don't, lives. Like I, said, I don't think this is top five i don't think the defense of andre drummond it's up there man might be top I'm, 10 uh, it's Come up on. there that's pretty high bro. might be top 10 um ethan how do you feel about the fact that we may end a career of draymond greens a hall of fame career where he has had just one more all-star selection than david lee oh that's a, again defense gets no respect as long as it's one no more. respect long- no respect for defense <laughs> it's a castration when you really think about it it is it is a castration um maybe he'll find his way you know play a great second half and find his way into the mvp 
Odds. Speaking of, take four. <laughs> no. MVP betting odds, fellas. Time to check in on those betting odds for the NBA's MVP award. I may be looking to throw down a little cash, and I need some insight from you fine gentlemen. Right now at betmgm.com, this is what it looks like. LeBron, plus 150. Embiid, dropping 50 the other night, plus 350. Jokic plus 500, Doncic plus 900, Giannis plus 1,000, Steph plus 1,100, and KD is now at plus 1,400. Ethan, if a friend happened to have, oh, I don't know, $500 on him and was wondering what to do here, what would you advise? I would advise taking the LeBron pick as your hedge and then going a little bit long shot because it's a little bit unsettled. It almost never goes to a center at the same time. If it's not going to be LeBron, then who's it going to be? I like Steph as a long odds shot, but the Warriors just never seem to get it together and never seem to string enough victories in there to get him up to that echelon. Uh, Blazer is not good enough if you're going with the Lillard. Uh, and maybe, God, is it going to be... Uh, Maybe Embiid, because you can make that argument for both sides of it, of defense and offense. Uh, they've got a newness. They've got a kind of new coach sheen to them. So that could be good. But the LeBron one, I don't think is as much of a lock as it looked like before. And I felt like a lot of narrative groundwork was being laid by him, uh, alliances he has in media. And I mean, is this even a top 10 LeBron season statistically? And when you look at what they're good at, it's Primarily defense. Obviously, they would be terrible offensively without LeBron. Um, and so he is very important. But it almost feels like one of those seasons where Carl Malone had better stats than Michael Jordan. And then if they were to, you know, they play in the finals, obviously Michael Jordan's the better player. I feel like LeBron is having one of those latter Michael Jordan seasons where it's not quite as good as his other seasons. It's not even the best season statistically. And really the case for him being MVP is, come on, guys, you know, you know, you know, if it's the playoffs, you know, I'm the best player. And that's the case. And I'm just not sure. I don't know if that's a, a sustainable case. So we get to the end and the Lakers rack up these losses without Anthony Davis. Well, not to piss off the uh, traditional positionalists of NBA history, but we haven't seen a center win MVP since Tim Duncan in 2003. That's right, folks. He was a center, you <gasps> nerds. Quit calling him a power forward. So Marcus, was he a center then? Did he did yeah, he transition by then? Why not? I mean, come on, yeah, David so Robinson was barely since playing. Robinson, I, I prefer right. that yeah. it's since Shaq. Since Shaq, Shaq was the last center. Yeah, that's just better. Even though I'm going with look, you got how much we talking? By the way, how much we talking? Big mm-hmm. money. We got a hundred dollars. Maybe five. Maybe five hundred dollars. I don't know. Maybe five hundred dollars. Maybe five hundred. Top shot money. Put your five hundred dollars on Damian Lillard. Whoa! Let me whoa, tell you why. Whoa! Whoa! Let me whoa. tell you why. Number one, great, great, great brand. Like you got, you got five hundred dollars to blow, right? Why not go with the long shot? Number two, Portland has been incredibly buoyant despite losing, you know, uh, CJ McCollum and Nurkic. Dame has literally kept them floating in the standings. They're still there, which. We'll, it will come into perspective. People will start to recognize what Dame has done. Portland's going to get their guys back. They're going to end up a top four seed. And then it's like, all right, they're there. Plus, here's why you want to put your money on Dame. He's going to give you the moments. You know it. He's mm. going to give you the stuff that make that people remember. He's going to hit a game winner. He's going to tap his wrist a few times. Jade, He's going to create those Dame odds. the moments. 
He's going to create the mo- MVP is all about the storyline. It's all about the moments. It's all about the narrative you could create. He 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 was snubbed for All-Star. He should have been a starter over Luka. Mm. It's Black Power movement Whoa. time. Like, Unlike a lot of the other the- players. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. Jokic and Doncic. All these. Put your $500 on Dame. It's a good bet. Dame MVP. I can see a little Luca momentum. That'd be a nice nine thousand dollar little return there. You know, that's a come up, right? That's a come up. <sighs> not bad. I'm that's not that. bad. Yeah, it's a very muddled field, man. I feel like, and I do feel like the LeBron MVP case is kind of fake. Is that is that a shocker? Am I going to be assailed for that? I just don't. I don't. I don't agree. I think the the biggest flaw in your argument that you presented was this isn't a top ten LeBron statistical year, which I think that is irrelevant it just has to be about this year and so i do think that not that that voters don't do that but i think that is a flaw in the voting process is when people say yeah but he was better these years mm-hmm. okay what does that have to do with this season right just, if the, but, but if the season is so muddled who's he statistically better this season if we're going with some nerd some nerd i mean you could argue it you could argue anybody you could argue every he's better than everybody mm. statistically right like his stat, his stats are still unbelievable his stats are still incredible. I mean, what's he? He's putting up uh, as uh, as I filibuster. Right? I mean, twenty five eight and eight. That's the thing. We've become numb to it because he does that every year. But that's still a historically an amazing. Plus, he does play defense. Plus, as you mentioned, this team is dying for Dennis Schroeder when LeBron is off the court. Like this is you know there, and, there's value and in he's that. Shooting fifty percent, but like, is it better stats than Jokic? I mean, are we talking better stats than Jokic? You know, they're not winning. They're not winning. Mm. And he doesn't play any defense, which is a reason they don't win. <laughs> what about Embiid? <laughs> like Embiid literally. is a good case. Embiid is is like that would be my front runner right now. I just don't think I think LeBron is right there with him. Yeah, right. I don't out of these cases, I, like I, who's got I, I, I nobody's got a stronger case. Who's got the stronger case than LeBron? Probably, probably Who's got yeah. the case Embiid, probably. I mean, Embiid, yeah, Embiid, yeah, probably. That's about it. I mean, Embiid that's is it, like yeah. a defensive, uh, a defensive force, and he's averaging thirty points a game, great efficiency. And uh, look, I reserve the right to not care about All Star arbitrarily and care about MVP. That's just how I do things. I'm not saying it's consistent. Uh, that's just how I do things in this household. I, I, I care about MVP. All-Star, Sully by David Lee. Also, I don't like this. I don't like this rounding up culture that Ethan does. He's averaging 30 a game. No, sir. He's averaging 29.8 points per game. If something's $30 and I give you $29.80, you're not giving me that item. I would. Uh, generously. So, uh, yeah. You know. You're rich. You don't need that extra 20 cents. All right. Problem <laughs> Embiid got... <laughs> Get this guy out of here on Sunday. The NBA world got to witness one of the more bizarre ejections in recent history. J.J. Reddick got tossed early in the fourth for throwing the ball in the direction of an official with force. This one came possession came one possession after Reddick was given a technical for profanity directed at an official in resentment to a no call. Both involved referee Josh Tiven on replay. J.J. spun the ball around a player to give it to Tiven. One other thing to mention here is how quick ESPN's TV broadcasts Filled in fake crowd noise of chance of refs, you suck, which is interesting. Jay, play the tape. Didn't put up much of an argument on the way out. 
I think Josh interpreted that maybe as sh showing him up a little bit. But there were fans in attendance and not enough to make that noise. No. So, Marcus, are the refs getting a little too sensitive here? And maybe, just maybe, acting a little, Ethan, if I may borrow this word, draconian. Mm. Hey, listen, man. Refs are in a pandemic, too. You know what I'm saying? Refs are struggling like the rest of us. Can they get a little emotional leeway? Can they get to work out their, uh, their, their feelings and their spirit and their mood? Can they be at all uptight and doing too much? Why is it, why is it we only have to care about the feelings of players and writers and nobody cares about the refs? Were the refs supposed to just be normal mm. this year while everybody else gets a pass? Yeah. Are they a little uptight? Absolutely. Have they already suspended a dude for screaming at his teammate? Or, or I'm sorry, ejected a guy for screaming at his teammate? Yes, they've done that. Mm -hmm. Are they blowing block charges like crazy? Absolutely mm. they are. But damn it, they're in a pandemic too. Yeah. Them some slack. You I don't know. know what their families are going through. You Marcus. You don't know how tough this is for them. I'm with you. All these Chill lives the matter. Mm -hmm. All of them. Every, yeah, yeah. Rest lives matter. Yo. <laughs> yeah. Hey, can, they, can they do a challenge flat? Because I sometimes think that they kick guys out of the game and that was just in the moment. It would be funny if you could do like a little challenge oh, uh, flag that like you that you get to reconsider <laughs> your own ejection as a ref. Like, come on, I'm throwing the blue flag right here. You know, I'm throwing the checkered flag, whatever flag you want. And the ref goes, OK, get back in here. I was just mad. I just got mad. It's tough. It's a pandemic. Yeah, I needed to cool off a little bit. <laughs> yeah. um, also, let's be honest here. Look, I think the refs are being not great, but. <laughs> J.J. Reddick threw the ball at that ref. Mm. Let's be honest here, all right? The J.J. Reddick threw can the ball at that ref. Like, that is not can, a normal toss the ball to the about, ref. Can we talk about the real reason this topic was selected for us by producer Jade, though? I mean, let's talk about the real, the real thing, the real thing here, which is that he identified, savvy video and audio editor that he is, that they basically, it would appear, allegedly, that they piped in crowd noise of a chant of ref, you suck, after that it. ejection, very strange because if you've ever been in that building when it's completely full, they would never generate that amount of noise. And suddenly with no buildup or the voices coalescing into one because usually it's you know a few people do it and then the others just simultaneously. Why, why is the NBA allowing this? Why does the NBA just want not? fake? Are you kidding it's me? Fake. It's fake. Yes, yes, it's fake. It is totally fake. Look, there are and some are they trying buildings to make the that we know. It's been fake the whole time. Yeah, like, there's some buildings we know pipe in crowd noise when crowds are there, okay? I, like, this isn't anything forgive new. Forgive my no, no, confusion. No, I get that, but for, it's, forget, it's look, a forgive different my level, man. And forgive my confusion, but this is the league that would just in a draconian manner find any coach or back. player who would question the refing because they didn't want any audience member to think that the refing might have a flaw and now they're just piping in robust refuse suck chants after these ejections it's a very look i've got no oh. do what you want to do excuse the nba for believing in production <laughs> value okay excuse espn for producing some good live entertainment all right i'm not gonna let you two bums tell them how to produce a basketball broadcast and which you know what i've missed the refs you suck chant i like it i want more of it i want some expletives in there next time let's really spice this thing up 
Right. Exactly. You know why? You know why? You know why? You have like an angry fan run suck. out there and do a fake hitting the ref with yeah, a chair. You're right, Marcus. You're right. They do suck. And so if, a, if anyone's going to put the pressure on the NBA to fix the refing problem, it's a TV broadcast partner paying billions of dollars because these refs do suck. These refs are fake. Are are falling for every fake up. You know, up fake and just, jump into a defender. I just can't believe that it's in the queue. Like it's yeah. literally in the queue. Something it was that, so quick too. It was yes, so quick. Was That's the thing. Is that just like, are, are they hiring radio people? Like some of this stuff is like quick. Like you listen, they're like they're ready. They got an chant ready. Like on the boards. Doing it's stuff live good. is not easy unless he's got like a 10 second delay. Good. God, I've got a joke here that I really want to unleash. I don't think I can. I don't 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 know if I can do it. it it All right. Uh, What's what's next? But he was castrated. Yeah, you got to commit to the next day. You are still black history, my man. But he was castrated. Don't worry about it. I'll take care of it. (laughs) Dump it all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what I'm worried about, Jay. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> and we are we are back. It's WWE, man. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's WWE for me. Do we I like it? Jay, do you believe it? But it, it wait, was wait, that wait, way wait. to me in the bubble. I didn't like it at yes. all. I feel like I don't like it at all it's either. It's so refreshing to hear the sound of basketball. Like hear or let them hear. So the same people who are really good at getting the perfect sound for the moment. They they need to be as good as bleeping out the cuss words if that's what they are afraid or, of. Let's not bleep out the cuss words. I all mean, right? I'm You're with you. Let them kids talk. at home. They're gonna hear I it. I want more. Right? I want more friends at school. I'm with you. On I that want one. more yeah, non sequiturs. I want like a regular player at the free throw line, and you just hear overrated. Like, I just right. want, oh, I like that. Exactly. <laughs> like, it's like, like Joe that. Ingles like, at the free it's, throw it's line. Yeah, let's do it. Let's let's really do it. <laughs> yeah, we're going to lean into this. Let's lean into it. Yeah. Um, all Why right, guys. Be- before we go, the second half of the season schedule was released as we were uh, about to record this old podcast on a Wednesday. Ethan, any initial thoughts on the schedule release? It's a lot of Pelicans, man. On national TV, it's one week yeah. after the other, maybe with one gap. And to me, it's interesting that this is the smallest market in the NBA. With Zion, they haven't won a damn thing. They shoehorned him into the bubble. The team and Zion didn't really perform, but he's looking good now. And it's just so interesting how much of the scheduling of these games is a cult of personality. And sometimes it's not even about market. We say market, big market, big market, small market. Sometimes it's just about how the guy resonates. Anthony Davis, nobody in America cared. Zion Williamson, apparently they care. And the league is responding to that. And that was the thing that stood out the most to me. What happened to ABC games? Is that not coming no, back? No, it's coming back. The Sunday. No, yeah, we're getting them. I didn't see any Sunday Saturday. games. That's oh. what I was wondering. I think uh, I to, uh, the first to... one. First one I see is four four. Lakers Clippers. That's the first one I see on the press on release. Sunday morning. They used to have Sunday morning games. Yeah. Yeah. After football season stopped. Yeah, it'd be like Sunday morning, or is that just playoffs? They, they might have front loaded the tournament, probably right. Are there no Saturday night games? You know, or by maybe the way, it's not on the website yet. Here's something that's screwing me up a little bit as I try to track this because I follow the beat writers who talk about it. Um, don't say national TV games and include NBA TV. You're confusing us. Wow. That doesn't Rude. count. No, no, that's the Rude. in-house. That's no, no. right. That's NBA right. TV, like I respect 
NBA TV. I, I like having it as a channel. That's the league's in-house partner. That is not a national game. That is not I the same thing. I don't even get thing. NBA TV. Yeah, that, well, what makes it not national? It's not TNT, well, what is ESPN, it? It ABC. Local. It's, it's national. You're being too technical. I'm not being too technical. It is a, okay, it is so, a so, local so, broadcast okay. put on it's there, It's not though. on a basic cable package, though. Do you think it's the yeah, same yeah. thing? Okay, so you think it's the same thing when you tell LeBron James you're playing on ABC this Saturday uh, versus you're playing on NBA TV on Tuesday. Like, no, but that's like saying <laughs> if you're a national Are NBA you? writer for the New York Times or for the Contra Costa Times, like... You were still a national yeah, writer. Are you like, telling it's not me, what Ethan, we mean. Wait, Ethan, are you telling me Friday, March 12th, Pacers at Lakers on NBA TV isn't getting LeBron James all jacked up here? <laughs> I mean, I'll put it this way. Uh, that generally gets an audience in the 400,000 range uh, versus uh, versus yeah, the you're, other you're versus the millions you get on all those side, other channels. Man. It's just also versus, it versus what the Lakers will get at, on their yes, own yes, home broadcast. Like that's <laughs> Ethan's right. There's a 40 million person difference or sub difference between those two. But that's not the yeah. point. The point is, I can watch that game and it's not in my market. Like mm. I'm just saying, game. it's an obfuscation. I can watch, watch Pacers Pelicans. On NBA TV, otherwise I wouldn't be able to watch them. Like that's, that's true. We're not, not saying NBA TV is bad. You can watch any game now. Yeah, that's also true. I mean, you if you got League Pass, Everything you can league pass. If you don't TV game in that case. <laughs> nah, but that's the same thing with NBA except TV. The, not the Kings. Not the Kings. Kings are national TV. <laughs> not the Kings. Yeah, it's hard to watch yeah. these Kings. You got to get League Pass. Yeah, it's just um, you got to get. League it's pass. not what people here's my, mean. Here's my <laughs> when they say national. Here's my TV. gripe. Yeah, my gripe. Where was that two-week break we were supposed to have? We're getting a week. I thought we were getting a two-week break. Not happening. Not anymore. This shit's going into mid, mid-May. Last day of the regular season is May 16th, except, you know, all the games are going to have to make I'm, up after I'm that. I'm complaining because I'm just trying to find how many games the Bucks have on national TV. Oh, no. Because, because I'm, I'm interested. And it's just they have a combined blank, and it's including the NBA TV. It's like, no, 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 no. Tell me the real stuff because I'm interested in just what is – how does the league promote I get Giannis? that. Well, I they, got, they got three against the Sixers. I'll tell you that. March 17th on ESPN, April 22nd on TNT, and April 24th on ESPN. Huh? And they got and they got uh, February twenty. No, that already happened, huh? Jeez, ABC's reach is insane, yeah, that's it. dude. Oh, March fourteenth, March fourteenth, ABC. There you go. Mm. I'm just mm. interested, in Bucks Warriors, baby, because nobody watches the Bucks unless, of course, they're playing one of these uh, box office teams. And I just wonder how much is the NBA going to invest into promoting the legend of Giannis if he hasn't resonated, but is still winning big time. So it's just a little little league subplot I'm following because. Uh, He's so he he's just such an essential player, and they can't they can't make fetch happen right there. Oh no, that was an old schedule. Dang, <laughs> there are no ABC games. I can't find the ABC games. Where are the ABC games? Can't ABC them. All right, that's gonna do it for this episode of Point of Contention on the Athletic NBA Show podcast on the Athletic Podcast Network. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you check out the restricted area. We talked to Trey Kirby this week on the Athletics YouTube channel. A fun discussion and trivia there. Make sure you subscribe to the Athletic. You can check out all of the great writing from Marcus and Ethan and uh, all the you know the best coverage of sports on the internet right there at theathletic.com. For Jade, for Ethan, for Marcus, I'm Zach. Keep it locked in on the Athletic. Thanks. Excellent.